0: That's Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone Or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports, now with Kent Sterling. It's Thursday, August 26th, 2021. We're brought to you by the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. Tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, all things wood. It's going to be fantastic. Anything that you can dream that Ron Swanson would want at a festival, they got it. They got a spirit and beer garden. They've got live music. They've got a lumberjack show. They've got a lumberjack camp. They've got arts and crafts. They have all the equipment for sale that you're going to need to execute your own arts and crafts. It's going to be fantastic. Tomorrow from noon to 8, Dan Dockich's radio show is going to kick things off right then at noon. Saturday, 9 to, uh, 9 to 8, and then Sunday, 9 to 3. I can't wait. It's going to be fantastic. Join me there. We're going to do Inside Indiana Sports live from the uh, Marion County Fairgrounds tomorrow, the site of the Hoosier Hardwood Festival. Can't wait for that. All right, let's talk about sports, shall we? We're here at the site of the Indianapolis Colts Camp, Grand Park. Do you know why? I thought it would be interesting to go out there. and and kind of, you know, they've still got all the stuff set up, so it's kind of like the day after the carnival closes in your town, and, and you go out and you remember what kind of fun you had, and it would have been interesting. What we see instead is the good fortune of the Indianapolis Colts. Day after day after day, for four weeks, the Indianapolis Colts had wonderful weather out here. Sure, it was a little bit hot, but they only had to go inside once, and they really didn't need to go inside that day at all. However... Today, they would need to go inside, because today is straight-up nasty. You'll, you'll hear the alarms go off periodically. You'll hear the thunder periodically, as Westfield is being inundated with torrential rain, uh, a, a significant storm, packing a wallop with lightning and thunder and wind and nonsense. And that tells you something about the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are living right because they had good fortune, they had good weather throughout camp, and today it's turned nasty. That tells you that they're in good with the Lord, which tells you that they're going to have a very, very positive season. Now, tomorrow night, the preseason concludes, uh, at least the preseason game schedule, the Colts are going to be in Detroit to play the Lions. The starters aren't going to play. So why should you watch at 7 o'clock tomorrow night? Here's why you should watch. Because there are going to be positional battles that are won roster battles, that are won and lost based upon the game tomorrow night. That's why they play these stupid things. These are not exhibition games. What these are is kind of an NFL version of American Idol, where you sit and you audit, and you decide, okay, who would I rather have at quarterback? Would I rather have Rocky Haseen or Isaiah Rogers? These are the decisions that are going to be made tomorrow night. Now, both those guys are going to make the roster. However, who is going to be the guy who gets the most run at cornerback? Is it going to be Rocky Seen, or is it going to be Isaiah Rodgers? Isaiah Rodgers has got great speed, and he makes plays on a ball. He's got that ability. Rocky Seen doesn't have speed, and he doesn't make plays on the ball. And what he does is when a guy's about to run by him, he grabs a big handful of jersey. Now, that said, last weekend... I thought he did a really good job. I thought he looked as good as he's ever looked against the Minnesota Vikings. I thought that was a terrific game for Rocky Seen. And I've gone from being like, you know what, he may get cut, to thinking, well, you know what, he might not get cut. He's going to make the roster. However, I don't know that he's ready to start. I'd kind of like to see what Isaiah Rogers does out there as a starter, as well as a kick returner, because that dude has playmaking ability. He's kind of like, and this may be a bad comparison, Janoris Jenkins is a guy who was taken by the Los Angeles, or now the Los Angeles Rams, the St. Louis Rams back in 2012. And Janoris, kind of a screwy fella, but boy does he make play on the ball, plays on the ball. And he's got the speed when he does make a play on the ball and he misses, he's got the speed to make up for it. I think Isaiah Rogers has some of that. Now, Janoris has, has some issues outside of football that maybe you don't covet, and the Colts wouldn't covet, and that's probably why he's never been an Indianapolis Colt. Instead, he's been a Ram, he's been a Giant, he's been a Saint. So, we'll see what happens there. We will see what happens with the wide receiver position. Michael Straughn, the darling fan, darling of camp, up against Desmond Patman. Patman has been a special teams ace. Frank Reich has said special teams really important in evaluating who will make this roster. So while we love Michael Stron, there's Desmond Patman, or will the Colts keep a six-wide receiver? That's interesting because Eric Fisher, the left tackle, the presumptive starting left tackle when things really get going and he's all healed up and strengthened from uh, getting that Achilles tendon repaired after the AFC Championship game where he tore it, he went on the COVID list today. Now, on the COVID list, things are uh, things are kind of footloose and fancy free. It's kind of the wild, wild west. You can go on the COVID list, come off the COVID list. You don't have to stay on for a specific period of time. I guess if you, there are some protocols to be able to come back at a time, but there's no maximum time that you can be on the COVID list. So, if you were a conniving general manager, maybe you would use the COVID-19 list in order to stash a guy like Eric Fisher that you don't want to IR because you don't want to lose him for six weeks as the regular season starts, and you would like that 53rd roster spot to go to a guy like Michael Straughn. I don't think that's the way the Colts operate. I believe that that's the way the rule works. Rules are being changed vis-a-vis COVID, Quite a bit, and so keeping up with them not as easy as you might expect. You got to be an attorney, really, to understand the legalese and all the clauses that are inherent with these uh, with these uh, protocols. As we battle the dreaded Delta variant, okay. How about Eason and Ellinger? They go up against each other again tomorrow night, and I think Eason is the presumptive favorite for the backup role because Ellinger has thrown three picks. And if you're gonna be a game manager, backup quarterback, you cannot throw three picks in two preseason games against mostly backup defensive players. You just can't do it. And I don't care that two of them are tipped. It shows that he's not he's not throwing to he's not throwing guys open. What Sam Ellinger's doing is throwing it to guys as they're open. You can't do that in the NFL. That's a great way to get picked off. And that's what happened last week with Ellinger up in Minneapolis. So there you go. One kind of position battle, I think is going to be sort of fascinating to me. And and that is uh, that's Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed. I think that's going to be interesting. Um, Zaire Franklin, I think it's going to be the other linebacker. you got Darius Leonard, you've got Bobby Okereke, and then you've got Zaire Franklin. But EJ Speed's looked good in camp, and he's looked good in preseason games. He is fast, as you would guess from his name. EJ Speed... Uh, lives up to his last name. He is fast, and you've got to be fast at that third linebacker spot because if you're not in the nickel, you're still going to have to cover guys if they go play action. So if they go play action, having EJ Speed out there to cover, that's a nice luxury. It's going to be interesting to see who gets the the run between Zaire Franklin and EJ Speed. I think it's going to be Zaire Franklin, but I'm not sure. I think that's still undecided. Should be really interesting, though. If you want... If you want an inkling, you want a hint as to who the Colts are going to keep as you talk about backup safeties and that kind of thing. Watch, and and Rick Venturi has sworn by this, and he's absolutely right. Watch, he's right because he's right. He's He's not right because I say he's right, for goodness sake. Watch the punt coverage unit. As Rigoberto Sanchez is back there to punt, Look at the 10 guys who are lined up and are going to make plays because coaches will not waste reps on punt coverage on guys who are not going to make the 53-man roster. Rick told me that years ago, and it has always been true. It has always been proven true. So watch the punt coverage team and see who's on the field and circle those guys if you want to win a pool about who's going to make the roster, you want to be able to pick the 53-man roster accurately, watch that. Um, this weekend, if you're thinking about going up to Detroit, what I was going to do at the end of this, uh, I was going to do the top five places to go if you're a member of, like, uh, an NFL franchise. What cities do you want to visit? What cities do you not want to visit, given what you do there? As, as a member of kind of that NFL franchise unit, whether you're with media or whatever. Detroit is at the bottom of the list. I've gone on too long. So at some other point, we will talk about the other cities that suck to travel to and some of the cities that are great to travel to. But rest assured that the people with the Colts entourage who are probably on the charter right now or landing right now in Detroit, they ain't happy they're there. Because once you get to the hotel, the hotel you're going to stay at is right downtown, and it's really nice. Other than that, Detroit's closed. When I went there with the St. Louis Ramses back in 2012, there wasn't anything open. There was one sports bar downtown owned by Chris Chelios, and it had been rented out. This is a Saturday night. rented out. We wanted to watch college football. We had to go to a place in Greektown that had a 19-inch TV above the bar, like not a not a flat-screen TV, 19-inch tube TV, the kind my parents had in their house, and, and watch that to watch college football. Or, what we did, and we got terrible service, so we left, we walked two miles to a casino. And we were going to watch college football there, but they wouldn't put the college football on, and the server never came to our table. So what do you got to do? Detroit absolutely sucks. Uh, The best is London. If you get a chance to go on an NFL London trip, you go on the NFL London trip, it is very, very nice. I highly recommend traveling the NFL way if you're going to go overseas and stay at a beautiful hotel right across the street from Buckingham Palace. It's awesome. Tomorrow morning, Breakfast with Kent brought to you by The Hoosier Hardwood Festival, beginning tomorrow, noon. Dan Dockich doing his radio show out there. I'll be out there doing Inside Indiana Sports now, probably at about 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock. We kind of play fast and loose with the timing. They're open until 8 o'clock tomorrow night, so what the hell's the difference? And uh, we will talk to you then. I absolutely can't wait.